Hey, everybody. I am Stephanie Goss, and this is another episode of the Uncharted Podcast. This week on the podcast, Andy and I got a letter in the mailbag that tugged at my heartstrings. We got a letter from a technician who called themselves undefined and rudderless, and he is really struggling as... um, a male in a female dominated industry now because he is having some challenges where he feels like his team is talking behind his back at work and he is really struggling. He has asked for feedback. He has talked to his bosses who actually have commented on the issue, but have provided no concrete feedback that is helping him change his behavior. And he is really struggling. This one was one that Andy and I really enjoyed getting into the weeds on. So let's dive into it, shall we? And now, the Uncharted Podcast. And we are back. It's me, Dr. Andy Rourke, and the one and only Stephanie. Give it to me straight, Gus. <laughs> that is very appropriate for today's episode. Yes. Don't send no mixed messages. Don't. Give it to me straight. Give it yeah. to me straight. Uh, I, will oh. give it, I will give it to you straight. Oh. <laughs> that is, that is my mo. I shoot straight from the hip. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Boy, how I, are things? Uh, things are things are you know things are trucking. <laughs> things are Just things are trucking along. Yeah. Holy moly, we are, we are <laughs> busier than a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs, as they say where I'm from. <laughs> So <laughs> Appalachian Mountain Saiyan. It's gonna say, gotta love the Appalachian Saiyans. <laughs> None oh, of them yeah. make any sense. <laughs> oh well, you know. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, no, uh, things things are good. We we are slammed. We are busy. We are we are recording this, and it is the end of March. So we are just um you know like a couple weeks away from the April Uncharted Conference, which is gonna be amazing. I'm super excited about yes. that and getting to yes. see everybody we just had practice manager summit last week so still riding the high from that was amazing and that it, it, was amazing that was a one-day virtual event it was freaking amazing it, it was uh, it went so well and it's like our 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 virtual events are not webinars they are interactive workshops discussion groups and especially i really like this one day format because people people did a great job of putting the clinic aside for one day and just being all in on it and man it was great i mean it was really good it was we had a good number of people i'll tell you my favorite part of that was uh we have we have some french listeners uh for this podcast we do and 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 like i see it on the statistics i'm like there's a couple people in france listening uh we met them uh it's yes. a pair of sisters yes uh and uh <laughs> and they uh it's uh martine and marianne and yes. uh and Martine was there. It was the middle of the night. And she it was, was like, I am here for this. I know. Yeah, it here was, I am. It was absolutely amazing to me. And Marianne has actually uh, written into the mailbag. We have done several podcast episodes uh, with questions that she has asked. And and uh, when you guys uh, told me, I got I got a message during the conference and you, you were all like, have you seen Martine? She's she's here and she's from France. And I was like, oh, I wonder uh, I wonder if. And I was just like, it's, it's her sister. It's. <laughs> oh, so man. it uh it that like made made my day because it just it was, 
it's so it surreal. It's yeah, so it, was, it was amazing. And she was right in there. I was like, buddy, yes. if you think the things you're struggling with in your practice only apply to you, no. you are so out of your mind. Like, like no. these things are so universal and everybody yeah. is fighting different battles that seem quite familiar and similar in a lot of ways. And yeah. man, just getting getting really good managers together in that sessions uh, for those days, for that one day, that, that was, God, that was great. It I just, was. I was, it was so it happy was awesome. when it was and over. I was so energized. It's funny to me because to your point, like we all think that we're the only ones having our, our the problems, right? And that's the number one thing that I think you and I both get told about the podcast is, yeah. oh my gosh, you guys were talking about exactly my issue. And yeah. and I think that's the thing is that we're, we're not alone. And like we just did Manager Summit and Martine was there and it was 2 a.m. in France. And then last night we had uh, a workshop with our, our teammate, Tyler Grogan, talking about creating fans in our practice. And we have a, a handful of members that are from Australia. And one of them, Terry, was there last night and it was tomorrow. I mean, it was today. It was a day ahead. And she's there and she's, you know, rocking. And you were talking about practice differences from country to country, place to place. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We have similarity. Like we're all facing different uh, facets of the same challenges, and so, um, man, it's just it's it's a good time right now. I'm I'm just I'm jazzed about all we're all we're doing and all we're talking about, whether it's in the community or at events. It's it's well, a fun time. Oh, especially if you're into management, like the yes. the benefit of having people who have wildly different practice style, like styles and cultures, is is huge. Yes. I was I was speaking in the Netherlands a while back, and so they they their economy is a little bit different uh they they have they have high taxes mm-hmm. uh, and they do a lot for their people they yes. have high taxes and so employing people is very expensive so most vet clinics are very small yes. like a doctor and two technicians and that's it you know and they answer the phones and they do all the things and it's just a wildly different model in a lot of ways but man when you ask them how do you guys do this the ideas that they have and the way they set their businesses up, you just go, oh man, boy, we can learn some things about efficiency from them. And then they look around and go, wow, you guys, you know, you have, you do things wildly different because right. of how you're set up. And it's just, it's, uh, if you like new ideas, boy, doing some international work like we do with Uncharted every now and then, that stuff is so good. It's just, it, it always just cracks open my creative uh, part of my brain, you know? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, well, we have got a great uh, mailbag question and I'm like excited to see where we're going to go with this because you and I were just talking, getting ready for the episode. And I was like, I think we have multiple different problems in this question. And you're like, nope, we've got one. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think there's it. one. I think there's one. I think there's one question that would there's one question that needs to be answered and fix this problem. I don't know if it can be answered. Uh, I don't know if we can fix it, but I think that there's one. Okay, so we got a mailbag question, uh, and it are uh, it's from Undefined and Rudderless, and uh, they wrote in and said, "How do you address the problem if you do, if it's not defined if you don't know what it is?" So they've been dealing with uh, people talking behind their back at work because the bosses keep alluding with comments uh, or and or talking about problems like during reviews or one on ones, and they were like, "Well, but of course I ask." What am I doing what wrong? Is what is the problem? How can I change my behavior? What can I do to avoid these situations? And repeatedly, they are getting told, don't worry about it. You're doing a great job. Just keep working on being, you know, be, be a team player. 
alluding to the fact that it's not you, it's someone else, right? Like we've all had that conversation. It's not you, it's me. I kind of got the sense that that's what they were being told. Um, But then they said, you know, I was at work today and one of my teammates uh, came up to me and literally started shouting at me about how I was uh, lying about work that they were doing and that they didn't want to work with me anymore and that they were sick of working with me. And this happens to be uh, a letter from a male in our industry. And they were saying as a man in a woman dominated industry, I am often very careful about what I say. And when I get stressed during busy days, I tend to withdraw focus, withdraw into myself and focus on my work. And so they were like, I want to fix this. I want to be, you know, a good team player. I want to work well with my colleagues. But how do I address the problem if I don't actually know what it is? And how do I address my bosses continually telling me not to worry about it, turn up and do my job, but then have days like this where my colleagues are clearly angry at me, not wanting to work with me. Clearly there's a problem and I want to do something about it. Yeah. I, I felt this. I just, just, just reading through, I imagine the frustration of being like, I'm sorry, what did I do? And they're like, I think, you know, (laughs) that really is. I don't know. I think you do. The oh, issue. Man. It's it's just it's just the issue. What is the issue? It's the thing you need to work on. <laughs> that like, would that would I would I would be seeing red. I, I would, would be, be like, are you so pranking me? Angry. Like, are you pranking me? <laughs> Am I like, a punk? I, I, uh, it just I'm like this is this is it. So that's why I said there's there's one there's one real. I think there's one problem here. Okay. I'll come around to it at the end. But uh, here's what I think the problem is. Uh, and and I hope that my old man brain will hold on so I can remember what it is. Because at the end, I'm like, I forget what I was going to say. Um, like, it's a real. Should make a note for myself. All right, but let's start with headspace. So I want to approach this from the perspective of the person who wrote the letter, right? Because okay. they asked, what do I do? Sure. And so I could look at this from, from a lot of different ways. And my, my gut is always to look at it from a from a leadership, mentorship, you know, um, a manager position looking kind of down. That's not what we're dealing with here. No. And so yeah. I really want to help out Undefined and Rudderless uh, from where he is in this situation, okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is, I, I would say, um, I... I you, you have to try to be positive in this situation, right? And you have to try to be positive. This is not fair. What I'm about to say is not fair. And I just want to, want you, I want to own it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair that other people seem to have a problem with you and they won't tell you what it is. But if you get mad, you're going to look like the bad guy. Sure. And yeah. like, that's not flipping fair, but fair's where pigs win ribbons, you know, <laughs> it's what? <laughs> That one actually makes sense. The first one made sense too. Have you ever seen a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs? She doesn't sit still. Um, okay, I so digress. There's where pigs win ribbons, right? If you get mad, there's a decent chance this is going to get tagged onto you as the sure. bad guy, and yeah. that's not fair it's like when you're an older sibling and your younger sibling keeps messing with you and you know if you get mad you're going to get in trouble and your sibling knows if you get mad you're going to get in trouble it's that it's that thing and you go i thought i grew out of this at age 12 but you didn't because people are children their whole lives oh as an older child I am feeling the pain right this second because I know that pain. (laughs) 
Well, that's why I said I felt this so much. It's like, I'm like, oh man, that's such a sucky position to be in where you're like, I feel like I'm getting treated unfairly. And, and it sounds like you are. And if you mishandle this, there's a chance you're going to, you're going to end up looking bad. Like they can, they can hang this on you as the bad guy. Yeah. And like that sucks, but know that up front. We take some deep breaths, and that's why we got to get our heads straight here. Yes. We've got to get into, you know, know that, but don't don't let that burn resentment into you. Just know, like, all right, I mean, we need to be we need to be careful in how we handle this. So careful in how we handle this is the first thing. The second thing is, I would say, uh, I you have options. Never forget that you have options, right? And so we're going to fix this, or. Uh, I'm going to recommend that you consider going somewhere else. Um, like that's that's where we're going to go. That's that's the ultimate solution here. So it's not fair, but we're gonna we're gonna fix it. And if we can't sure. fix it, I'm going to recommend that you go somewhere else. And I think you're going to find a lot of uh, you'll find a lot of opportunities because men are diversity in this industry, which is ridiculous but true there's Very. a lot of vet practices that would love to have some dude energy in their practice um and so you you will have opportunities if you want to go somewhere else fair fair okay. all right so that's that okay so the first thing um start in good faith yes start in good faith and come from a point of curiosity i actually really like the way that this was written of like i don't know what i'm doing yeah. and i ask about it and i'm not being told what the answer is i think i think at one point i, th I think the big thing is look, we're gonna at this point out take some deep breaths we're gonna take a step back we're gonna hit the reset button we're gonna go at this uh with a we're gonna with a blank slate and so let let's let's get our heads straight so we can go with the blank slate we're gonna go back into this and 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 from a genuine point of curiosity and to ask questions and to ask for help and understanding yes Yes. And so, okay. So a lot of times when we talk on the podcast, we talk about safe and we talk about having a safe conversation. And yep. I don't, I certainly, if people are shouting, like that's not the time to have the conversation, but there's, nope. there's two pieces of safe that are, I think are really important here. One is the assuming good intent. Um, and so getting your point about getting curious with your bosses yep. and just asking questions is a great one. And before that, I would start with the pre-work and ask yourself, like, what else could this possibly mean? And the mm -hmm. reason that I say that, um, and, it, and when we talk about safe, we usually talk about has someone, how have you been set up to fail? Um, and one of the, one of the reasons why you should ask yourself, what else could this mean? Is that as a manager, from an HR perspective, when there are multiple people involved, I can't always tell you what you want to hear, right? Mm -hmm. And so I could totally hallucinate a situation, especially with some of the additional information we were given with the other person sh literally shouting and yelling at you. I could totally hallucinate a situation where maybe you have a coworker that is not behaving the way that they should. Mm -hmm. And as a manager, I am dealing with that situation from an HR perspective. I can't necessarily disclose that to you. I can't necessarily talk to you about specifics. Yeah. And so I think that assuming good intent and the asking yourself, what else could this mean, helps set you up for a good headspace to go into a conversation with your bosses where you can get curious and ask, yep. ask questions. 
I agree with that. I think this conversation, I think there's two conversations here that could potentially happen, which is why I think you said that there were two problems when we started. I would say, I think there's, there's two problems or two conversations that you could have. And so the first one is up at management, which means if you say, I feel like there's people who are unhappy with me. I'm not sure what to do. I'm not, I'm not receiving feedback. I, I don't know what behaviors to change or, mm-hmm. or how to address this. Mm-hmm. That's the conversation to have up the chain. Yes. And it sounds like this person has gone that way. I, I'm going to say when we do fresh slate, I'm going to go have this, uh, I'm going to have this conversation again. And I'm, I really want to push you to push harder yes. in this conversation because you've yes. tried it and it didn't go anywhere. And so the conversation I would have up the chain is, you go in I'm going to go in uh, with a spirit of curiosity but I'm also going to remember that clear is kind and I want to be kind to the management because I'm getting tired of this I'm tired enough about this that I'm writing to Andy and Stephanie Mm -hmm. and say and calling myself undefined and rudderless (laughs) right that's that, that that means something you know yes. what I mean you go okay yes. this is not like a, I had a rough afternoon uh this is like no this is this is weighing on you my friend and so um I'm going to go have that conversation. I'm going to say, hey, I continue to feel like people are unhappy with me. There are, uh, I had someone come up and, and shout at me, and I, I don't understand why. I genuinely don't know what I'm doing here, and I really need feedback because this is, this is affecting me. Mm-hmm. And if they yeah. say, no, just do better and be more of a team player, I would then push back and say, I need specific action steps, and I need areas to focus on and develop. And so I need I need feedback on exactly what that means so that I can make changes or address problems. And I, and I don't know what it means to be a good team player or to do better. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I would also tell them how it's impacting you because nobody wants yes. to go to work and feel like people are talking about them behind their back. And so if you say exactly what you just said, Andy, which is like, I need to know what that looks like. I need to know what that sounds like. Like, give me the feedback. And then it's crickets or they tell you, you know, just you're you're doing fine. Just be a team player. Then that's where you need to say, I can't actually accept that as an answer because this is affecting me. I don't want to come to work in a place where I feel like people are talking about me behind my back, where I feel like I'm making people angry or I'm upsetting people this is not working for me. And so I need you to help me or I am going to have to make changes that could involve, you know, leaving your job. And it's not, you know, it's not a a threat, right? It's just, this is how it's impacting me. And I need you to understand how serious this is to me. Um, Because that's, that's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. I, when I, when I have this conversation, I got, I'm exactly with you. That is step three is to say, this is the impact it's having on me. Um, I, I completely agree. When I have those conversations, I never, I never want to threaten, right? Mm-hmm. I never want to be yeah. like, "You're going to tell me, or I'm going to quit." Right? Like, oh, don't do that. That's that's nasty. Yeah. And people don't like ultimatums. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just, uh, it, it it just escalates the whole thing. It's not worth it. The language, however, that I specifically, honestly use was I'll say, "This is how I'm feeling," and this arrangement is not working for me, mm-hmm. and, and and it's making me uncomfortable to a level that that is not sustainable, mm-hmm. and that's where I stop. Because I'm not saying I'm going to leave, right? But I and and I'm not bluffing. This is not a negotiation tactic. This is right. clear as kind. But I see a lot of people who don't say that. They don't say this is not working for me. And and I the the experience that I'm having, you know, 
uh, at work is, is not, it's not pleasant and it's not sustainable for me. And so I, I really, I need, I'm going to need a resolution here and I'm happy to do what I need to do on my side to, to make that happen. But I, mm-hmm. I need guidance in what that is so mm-hmm. that this can, so that we can resolve this and I can get back to being comfortable here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think the otherwise you run the risk that they don't understand how much you're bothered by it. They don't understand how much it's impacting you. They don't understand how much it means to you. And there have been conversations in my life when I think about it, where I had no idea that that, the other person felt the way that they did until Mm -hmm. they said something that made me realize the gravity of the situation, right? And this is the moment where you have to figure out how do you do it in your language and your comfort level to say what you're saying, Andy, which is this is affecting me and I can't keep doing this. Yeah. You don't have to be wildly dramatic too. I I think, I think that I don't know how much to play gender into this as like being a man and having these feelings of not fitting in and being bothered by that. Um, And and because I don't, because I don't know this person. And when you say, you know, a lot of times people don't know how other people are feeling. At one point, this person mentions in their email, you know, in their, in their email, you know, I I, I tend to get stressed on busy days and I withdraw to focus on my work. If you're kind of the quiet guy who's just doing his stuff, I, I, People make make assumptions about how much or how little you're affected mm-hmm. by what's going on. And sure. again, you don't this doesn't mean you have to be an a, a, a emotional presentation if that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. You can be you can be calm and reserved and also articulate about you know, saying how this is sure. how I feel and this is the impact this is having on me. And this is this is where I am as far as my you know, as my my feelings coming into work in the morning. Yeah, um, I I think you're you were spot on. Where I think that there's two separate conversations, right? And I think sure. the, from an action step perspective, um, with this first conversation is you you have to have the conversations with your boss because yep. they are the only ones who can do something about it, right? Like this is your relationship with them, and if you're not getting what you need and your needs are not being met inside of a relationship, the only other person who can solve that with you is the other is the other person or the other people. And so you have to have the conversation with your bosses and use the language that is going to matter and tell them how it's impacting you, how it's affecting you and ask them for their help in in resolving the situation because there's something going on here whether it's that they are just avoiding conflict whether it's there's an hr issue and they can't actually talk to you about it maybe they just don't know how to manage really well like there's a there's a bunch of different reasons why it could be going the way that it is we don't have enough information and can't you know can't hallucinate why that would be happening but they're the only ones who can help you solve that yeah, problem. I agree. The, the last point in this conversation up the chain that I would really emphasize is remember to speak in specifics, mm-hmm. you know, especially since this person came up and, and yelled at you. I yes. would go and specifically reference like, hey, this on, on Tuesday of last week, yes. this person came in the treatment and, 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 and yelled at me. And this is what she said. And I, I do not understand 
I didn't know what that was in reference to, but I'm I'm literally being yelled at. Yes. And and put and put that forward because that's not okay. No. Nope. It's not okay for someone to come in and and yell at another employee in, yes. in the building. Like that's not professional. That's not how a place with a good culture where people treat each other. And so we need we need to talk about that. And again, I'm not going to necessarily tattle and like, oh, you need to fix this. I am going to say, this is what happened. And this is exactly like his is a case in point. I am not making things up about people seeming uncomfortable or talking behind my back. This altercation happened. And it is their job to provide a safe workplace. And no one should be working in a workplace where people are literally shouting at each other or screaming at each other or, you know, there's physical altercations like that, that that is a hard stop mm-hmm. it is their job as an owner as a manager to provide a, a safe work in a safe work environment and that includes a psychologically safe work environment and so that is your that is your opportunity to very clearly give them the specifics and then ask them for help in resolving the situation knowing you're going to do your part you want to get better. You you want to work on things and you're asking them openly for that feedback. But like if someone comes up and just starts shouting at you, if that's what happened, like you, you didn't do anything wrong in that situation. So, you know, right. there isn't anything for you to work on in that instance. That is about them doing their jobs as sure. leaders. Well, I agree. And, and to put an even tighter pinch on the leaders, let's say that he did do something wrong. Let's say that he's doing something that's really hacking sure. people off. You sure. know, he's microwaving salmon for <laughs> lunch or he has shoes that squeak really loudly all the time. Yelling at him is not how we handle this problem, uh-huh. right? The, the, the person who is frustrated has two options. They can go and talk to rudderless and say, hey, buddy, we need to have a talk about the break room and lunchtime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or they can go and, and they, if they don't feel comfortable talking to him, then they can go to management and say, hey, this is a this is a problem. And then management needs to talk to to our writer rudderless at no point is rolling up and shouting <laughs> at another worker like that's not step three. Right. That's not on the list of steps. Right. You know. <laughs> So anyway, so, so so that's it. So that's again, if this person who's frustrated feels like they have a legitimate concern. And, and I think one of the things I really liked about this letter was the writer seemed very open to the idea that he might be doing something right. that's frustrating people. Sure. He just doesn't know what it is. Right. I I I. I that made me like him a lot. I've said it a, a bunch of times. The number one most underrated leadership communication teamwork skill that exists is self-awareness. The most underrated. Because if you're dealing with somebody who does not have self-awareness, they are never going to get better. You know why? Because they don't know that they need to or they don't have an accurate view of how they could get better. Yes. When somebody says, hey, I might be messing this up. I would like to know how. Right. So that <laughs> so I can, I can fix work it. On it. Like, I generally immediately like that person and go, mm, you, my friend, seem to have some potential. Yes. Um, yes. And again, it, it's just that's an initial reaction. So putting the squeeze on the on the leadership. Uh, our writer is not getting clear feedback, which should not be the case, especially if there's something that's bothering him and he's asking for feedback. They're they're letting him down. Yes. Um, 
if this other person is angry and has sent that complaint up the chain, leadership is also letting her down because her concerns are not being articulated right. at all in a clear way right. to the person who would who would be able to address them. Sure. So that so both of those are squeezes on the leadership. And so that that's that's my thought there. And again, I'm not passing sentence here because as you said, a lot of times with HR stuff, we can't we can't tell people uh different things. And I, I don't I don't know. I don't, right. I don't know what's going on at right. this. So so that's that's the first conversation with me is is up the chain. Okay. The second conversation is obviously going to be with the other person. Mm-hmm. And okay. I would not do this. I, so we always start with timing. You know, like, I'm not going to go talk to this person 30 seconds after they yelled at me. Um, but the next day, I would go and say, hey, can we talk about yesterday? Right. And then when they say yes, I would say, I don't know what I did to upset you. I, it was not my intention to upset you. I want to be good to work with. Uh can you tell me what I did or what you think or heard that I did right. that made you, that made you upset? Yeah. And then I would stop and listen and that's it. Like, can you tell me what, tell me what's going on? Tell yeah. me. T- t- yeah. I, I, yeah, I, w- I would open up with the why, which is I want to be good to work with. Mm-hmm. And I, and I honestly don't know what I did and I would, I just want to understand help, you know, can you, can you help me understand wh- what did I do? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. listen, yeah, because uh, hopefully they're going to jump into the conversation and you're going to get some clarity that you're not getting from your bosses, number one. Yep, sure. And then number two, when you practice active listening there, then hopefully it opens up the path for the last part of that conversation, which has to be, how do you how do you move forward? Because it doesn't work. Uh, it wouldn't work for me. I'll but like own the own it and and on a personal level i do not want to work somewhere where colleagues are going to shout at me and so yeah. it would not work for me to continue to work with this person and so i am going to listen to them and i am going to hear them out and it may be that i need to like actually process what they're saying and i might not be able to resolve it right then and there mm-hmm. and i still want to figure out a way whether it's in the moment or the next day, or after I've had some time to process, whatever that looks like, to come back to the conversation and talk about how are we going to move this forward and make the ask of them a few. There's a few things I could hallucinate I would want to ask for. Hey, if you've got a problem with me, can we talk about just let's just talk about it? Like before you're ready to full on be screaming at me in the treatment room, right? Like let's let's talk about that. But also like setting the expectation. Like I don't want to be I don't want to be screamed at. You know, it doesn't yeah. make me fe- it doesn't make me feel good. And I I don't want to work in an environment like that, whatever, it, whatever the ask is. And it's going to be different to different people, because there are some people who could be like got full on got screamed at rolls right off their back and could care less. Yeah. They just want to know what they did wrong. Right. So they could fix it. And you would have other people who might be like, oh, I don't I will fix the thing that I did wrong, but also don't scream at me. Right. Like everybody's going to have a, have a different response to that. But no matter what your response is. You have to figure out a way to move it forward and ask for something different because being undefined and being rudderless is not, to your point, Andy, is not a sustainable, is not a sustainable place to live. And so I love that you said, like, just shut up and listen, you know, and practice active listening skills and engage with what they're saying. Repeat back to them what you hear them saying, asking for clarity asking for more detail. Tell me what that looks like. Tell me what that sounds like. You know, what did I, you know, because 
what they tell you could go a million different ways. Sure. Um, but practicing all those active listening skills that we employ in the exam room every single day with clients, you know, with your colleague and then figuring out how are you going to move the conversation forward? What do you need to ask from them? How do you need to resolve this situation? Do you need an apology? Whatever that looks like, what is the forward motion going to be? Yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree. Go going into to, well, do we need to pause here for a second and take a little break, and then we'll come back and we kind of rolled headspace and action steps together <laughs> this week. Yeah, but let's come back and I want I want to get into what this second peer to peer like employee to employee conversation looks like. Sound good? Okay. Yeah, sounds great. Hey friends, I want to make sure that you know about an upcoming workshop that you're not going to want to miss. And I know I say that about a lot of our workshops, but I mean it about this one. Well, I mean it about all of them, let's be real, but this one holds a special place dear and dear to my heart. Two reasons. One, my friend Dr. Jen Qualman is leading the workshop. Number two, it's about technology. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know what a techno nerd I am. I am super excited to have Jen with us. Thanks to our friends at Televet. She is going to be talking on May 24th uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, so 5 p.m. Pacific, about trending technology in the veterinary space. Now, I love technology. We've talked about it on the podcast. We've had guests on the podcast. And one of the conversations that has been uh, going around and around in a lot of the groups I'm in lately has been about chat GPT or uh, artificial intelligence AI. And so if you've ever wondered about using AI in your practice, or if you have wondered about wearable technology for pets, uh, communication tools and techniques that use artificial intelligence or advanced technologies. Those are the kind of things that Jen is going to dive into during this workshop, because most of us have wondered when we've talked about those technologies, if they actually will save us any time or energy, or if they're just a new trend. So Jen is going to dive into some of the things that have come to market, some of the things that are actively being used in veterinary medicine that you might not know about, and ways that we can incorporate technology into the veterinary space in a way that works with us and not against us. So if this sounds like something that you'd love to get in on, head on over to the website at unchartedvet.com forward slash events to find out more. We'll see you there. And now back to the podcast. All right. So when we go into these conversations, especially if we're dealing with somebody who yelled at us yesterday, um, I, I want to go in with a good, healthy mindset for this specific conversation. Right. Okay. And so so the two things um, that I want to do is the, is the first thing I want to do is is lower the stakes. We talk a lot about lowering the stakes. Sure. I do not want to engage this person in a cross swords battle for justice and truth. I just hey. I know you were set yesterday. I, I want to understand what I did. I, I want to be good to work with. I, can can you talk me through what where your frustration is coming from? Because because I want to because I want I want you to enjoy working with me. Sure. Um, and that's it. Not I need you to justify what you said. I need you to prove that you're wrong. Yeah, or prove that you're right. And I think that you're wrong. And how dare you? Um, no, 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 no. It's got to be lower the stakes. Look, I just, I just, I, I would like to understand mm-hmm. because I want us to work well together. Can you tell me where you're coming from? Mm-hmm. So try to lower the stakes down. Okay. Remember that sometimes people can give us good feedback, but not in the way that we like. And I've had to learn this in my career, you know, on social media and, and being pretty well known is I get emails 
that and they have valid feedback not in a kind way <laughs> but but they're but the but the point like doesn't mean their point's yeah. not valid sure they just did not deliver their feedback in a way that i would have liked you know what i mean sure. there was definitely ways they could have given me the feedback um that would be much nicer but i don't get to control how people give their feedback that doesn't right. mean we're gonna let people be abusive to us of course but it just means sometimes people will say something in a mean way but their point is not entirely invalid you know and so i'm going to try to parse out and sort of say okay this person might not talk to me they might not give me the feedback in the way that i want but i'm going to really try to hear what is, what is their complaint? Like, what is their concern? What is the piece of information that I need? And I'm going to try to not to let the rest of it affect me too much. I'm digging for, for what I need. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. last part, uh, or the next part at least anyway, is going to be, uh, I, I'm going to take it. And this is where I take it. I'm going to hear what they say. And at this point, we're going to have to kind of get a little bit flexible. If they say things that are untrue, I'll probably say, you know, I, 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 that, did, that didn't happen. Or, or look, I, I did not. I, I promise you, I did not say that. Um I don't know where that came from, but that that's that's not what that's not what happened. And so I am definitely open to having those conversations. Again, I'm about I'm here to listen. That doesn't mean I won't respond, but I mm -hmm. but I'm gonna have to choose not to actively jump in and defend myself. I'm gonna have to say, you know, I'm I may not agree with what she says, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be here to listen. And where possible, I'll provide some clarity. And if there are some things that she's saying that are not true, I'm I'm probably gonna say that's not that's not accurate. Um, and, and I'll put that forward. I don't think that my goal today is going to be to reach a resolution in this first conversation. And I think a lot of people really want that. They want to go and hash it out and be done. Sure. And maybe, maybe you can. But I think for a lot of times, what I want to do is go in there and hear what they're saying. And then I'm going to say, great. Hey, I appreciate, I appreciate you giving me the feedback and tell me where you're coming from. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to process this a little bit. So let me let you know, let me let me have some time with this, and then I may I may ask you some more questions if that's okay. And then I'm going to end the conversation. I'm going to end it there. I'm not looking for an apology, anything like that. But I just I'm going to I'm going I'm try. I came here to hear and understand what the behavior was. And then for me personally, what I'll often do is I'll go away. And now the question is, when you get feedback from somebody, I, I fully reject the idea that all feedback is valid. Like I, I, I have, I, as a public figure, uh, I get a lot of feedback <laughs> and a lot of it is dumb. A lot. And again, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very warm hearted and like, I'm like, I like everybody. It doesn't mean that everyone who opens their mouth has good feedback. You should take in and internalize and follow. True Some people have story. feedback that's dumb. <laughs> and so I'm not going to tell them it's dumb. But I'm not going to follow it like a religious text, you know, like I'm just going to take it. And so and sometimes in the moment, things that sound dumb might have some more truth to them or they sure. might require some follow up questions. But I am going to take it away. And the next part of me is say, OK, of what feedback I received, what do I think is valid or may have some validity? And so I'm, I'm going to sit with that a little bit. This is often a point where I call in other people, people that I work with that I like, people who know me, who work in the clinic. And I can say, hey, I got some feedback about this or behaving this way. Have you ever seen me do that? Or do you think that that's an accurate representation of kind of what it's like to work around me? Yeah. And sometimes I, I need that sort of external validation of the scenery because I don't, it's hard to see ourselves, you yeah. know, and if yeah. someone says, you know, Andy, you, you, when you get busy, you make these faces and you look really severe or you look really angry. 
I didn't know that I did that with my face. Let's just say, you know, I don't stop let's laughing. Just, I don't do let's that. Just, let's just say. <laughs> let's just say. Uh, I, I don't think I do. But if someone if someone said that, I would go ask other people and say, is this true? You know, um, if they I, you know, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know. Um, I don't I don't know what people would say, but uh, but I would ask other people who know me. Hey, do you do you have you seen this in me? Do you think this is valid feedback based on on working with me? And I, again, I'm trying to keep it low stakes because right. I want the person to feel safe and comfortable saying, yeah, Andy, I, I've seen that a couple of times. Right. OK. But so I'm, I'm trying to figure out for myself and sometimes I'll point other people what is valid. And, 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 and then and then I'm going to go back and I'll probably either rehab the conversation or I'll take this feedback and I'll start to put it into practice. But but that's generally what that looks like. If this person just goes off the rails and says hateful things or mean things, um, I'm going to hopefully screen that out as not being valid. Right. And then those would be the things I would have a, a conversation with management again. I would say, hey, I feel like I'm being mistreated. I'm being called these names. I, you know, I asked what 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 the problem was and and, and I, I got yelled at again. And so I, I'm really at a standstill. I, I don't I don't know how to engage with this person. Right. I'm going to need some guidance and I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to need support in in ending this conflict. And mm-hmm. you take it back to management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I think the important piece of that process that gets skipped a lot in the clinic um, is the initial step of talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes there are instances where it truly might not be safe. And that's why I said, like, if someone is threatening or intimidating or physically, verbally, which I could see an argument here where this is the case, like, I could totally see a case where you bypass having the conversation with the person and just talking to your boss about it. Because if you truly are not, if it's not a safe situation, that is absolutely appropriate. However, in the clinic, a lot of the time there is conflict and mm-hmm. there is that it is very often that people will come and sit in my office and mm-hmm. tell me about conflict where they have not actually had a conversation with the other person yep. that they're mad about something or the other person did something to them or they're like whatever it is perceived real what have you and so for me as the manager like going back to the bosses here like n- normally I would say to my team what what is your plan to do something about it and so I, mm-hmm. I like that I like your part about you have to at least have the conversation with them as long as it's you know, safe, safe to do so. And then if you're not getting help, then it's perfectly to me, it's perfectly acceptable to say, okay, this is what I tried. Now, now, like, like you said, I'm at a standstill. I don't know what to do with this. Like I tried, here was my try. Here's what I did. Here's how I did it. And then, and then I need your, I need your help. Um, But I think that's a a step that gets skipped a lot in the clinic. Um, And it is, it is a a trick as as a manager that we need to stop trying to be the hero and the conflict mediator before we ask our team to learn the communication skills, you know? Yeah. And if undefined and rudderless can go to their teammate and say, Hey, look, I want to be a, I want to be a better team member. And I am sorry that I did something that clearly upset you because you were to the point where you were shouting at me. And I don't want you to feel like that. How do I help? Like, what can you please tell me what I did or tell me more about the situation so I can understand because I truly don't want to put you in that position again. I don't want you to feel like that. You know, Mm -hmm. if even if I was crazy hacked off, if somebody came to me and had that conversation with me, 
I would engage with them. I would have a, you know, a rational like conversation with them. And so I think, um, I think definitely having that conversation with the colleague is the, is the other, is the other piece of it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I completely agree with that. So, so yeah, I think that's how I, I would, how I would take this. The worst case scenario is you come all the way back around after this and you're right back where you started and yes. you say, I still don't know what I'm doing here. I feel like people don't like me or they're talking yeah. about me behind, behind my back. I think if you've gone all the way through this exercise and you still don't know what is going on and you don't feel comfortable here, um, I, I think we've, we've got a couple of options, right? Um, we've got a couple of options. The, the the first option would be to try to say, all right, this is not bad enough for me to leave. I'm going to stick it out for now and mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think what I would try to do possibly is find a mentor in the in the practice, someone who I could say, hey, you know, I'm having these feelings. I don't feel like I'm getting along with people. Would you be willing to give me some feedback as I go along or, or, or look out for me or give me any insight uh, about where people's heads are so that, you know, so that I don't continue to deal with these problems. Well, that goes back to your your point that you made earlier, right? About um, sometimes we get feedback and it is dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't believe it all. And sometimes there's truth to it. And so I think everybody needs to find what I call their inner circle and find someone yeah. or some ones that you can truly ask and trust to tell you the to tell you the truth. Um, and you know, like candidly, like you and I just had one of those conversations where you were like, Hey, you were in this situation with me. This is what I did and said, like, do you, is there, is, should I have changed? Like, did I do anything wrong? Could I have done it differently? Like, what do you, what do you think? And I, um, you know, I think finding those, those people who you trust to give you that feedback are really, really important because we can all improve and you know if your bosses aren't going to tell you the truth and if you can't get it out of this other person like hat to your point finding someone in the practice and just say hey look i i want to get better at doing my job and in particular i want to get better at being a a better teammate so can you help me work on it like what is what are some things that you think that i could work on and asking them to help you facilitate that is is great yeah yeah, I, I, I agree. And then the last part is you look around and you say, I don't I, I don't feel comfortable here. Uh, management is not helping me. I don't see this problem getting better. I'm not getting any coaching or guidance on what yeah. I need to do to try to adjust, address this problem for myself. Um, I don't want to keep being here. <laughs> like, this is not where I want to be. Especially if you've worked at other places in the past and not had any problems like this, I would say, oh. This this may be a place where they've got they've got a real they've got a, a bully or a toxic person or a cultural problem or you know something like that and management does not seem willing or able to to bring this under control so that it's a it's a positive work experience for you then uh, you have options as I said at the beginning uh, which is to say I'm going to go on and 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 go somewhere else and and give it a, and give it a shot and. And, and hopefully get some feedback or, or have a culture where this is not a problem. I, I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that's fair, fair, uh, failure. I think it I think it sucks if you're asking for feedback or asking how to, you know, how to address this issue and nobody will tell you mm-hmm. un- until you have to leave because yeah. you're unhappy. That seems awful. Yes. But fair is where pigs win ribbons. <laughs>
<laughs> well, it goes back to what you were saying earlier too about self-awareness, right? Like if you, mm-hmm. if there really are things that you could work on and you have that self-awareness, um, then you still, you can see the feedback, right? Like you can, you can hear the things that are true in the mixture of things that might not be true or noise, right? And I can also sleep just fine at night with the self-awareness of knowing, look, I asked for the feedback. I worked on things that I thought that I could work on. I didn't get any more information out of anybody. I have no problem changing jobs. I have no problem sleeping at night, right? Like that's where the self-awareness comes in and works in your favor sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, okay. So we weren't as far apart as I thought when we when no, you said I, I don't th- really I think, think there's we two things. <laughs> but I, still, I I think it's I I do think it's I do think it's one problem. And that one yeah. problem is we're not getting feedback. Yeah, we're not getting feedback from management. We're not getting yeah. feedback from our peers. It, this yeah. is a feedback and yeah. feedback solicitation problem. problem. Yeah. I do. I do lay this at the feet of management based on what the information that we've got because not all employees are equipped to give good feedback. And that is when management has to step in and say, yeah. this person is asking for feedback. They're having, uh, you know, they're, they're feeling uncomfortable. This person has uh, feedback they want to give. I'm going to step in and facilitate this feedback. Or if this is something where other people are having this feedback and only one of them has blown up so far again, those things should have gone through management. They should have been made part of the personal development plan for the uh, for the person who wrote to us and said, I'm unhappy yes. and I'm not I'm feeling like people are talking behind my back. Yes. Those are the things that that management should have intervened and and have given that person more clarity. If this is something that they're handling elsewhere, like, say, a toxic team member or mm-hmm. something that mm-hmm. needs to get uh, snuffed out, then they need to be absolutely, they don't have to tell, tell our right. writer what's happening, yes, but, but they, they need, need to be, to be absolutely clear that you are you are doing just fine, your performance is excellent, this is not a problem about you. You can't be vague and say, try to be a more of a team player. Like, yeah. what does that no. mean? Yeah. Um, you've got to, you've got to either come, either have to come with more details about what uh, this person could do, or you need to tell them, no, your performance is exemplary. You don't need to change anything. And this is an issue that we are addressing that is external to you. So if you can ignore it, that is the best thing while we work through it. Yeah. Well, I love that language. Oh, man. Okay. I think that's it for me. Anything else I for you? I think that's it for me, too. Thanks for talking through it with me. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, undefined and rudderless, they still love the podcast after this. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope it's helpful. Uh, I know. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. See you guys. Well, gang, that's a wrap on another episode of the podcast. And as always, this was so fun to dive into the mailbag and answer this question. And I would really love to see more things like this come through the mailbag. If there is something that you would love to have us talk about on the podcast or a question that you are hoping that we might be able to help with, feel free to reach out and send us a message. You can always find the mailbag at the website. The address is unchartedvet.com forward slash mailbag, or you can email us at podcast at unchartedvet.com. Take care, everybody, and have a great week. We'll see you again next time.